Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's get amongst it. Great to have your company here. Live from Spark Arena, the Silver Ferns are taking on the Diamonds and a 1-2 pass into Grace Dweckie. Don't worry about it. 1-0. What a start. Yes, sir. Let's go. She wants to give her attackers options and a beautiful lob pass. Toyavan Dweckie. I feel like I'm at a Mystics game. Yes. That Let's combination. Let's go, ladies. And the thing I like here, a little bit more patience from Sooners goes very wide to Koyama with the no-look pass into Nweke. Don't worry about it. 11-8 New Zealand. Oh, my word. Peter's looking comfy. That's 10 in a row for New Zealand. What a pass. Peter Toyava literally just bombed the ball from halfway and it landed. If you've got the ball in your hand and the other team doesn't, well, then so be it. Mm. Two easy goals, bang, bang for Australia. They are chipping away the Australians at this league. Nice goal by Australia. Hard fought one, that one. There's not many easy goals being presented oh. in the third quarter. And that's thrown away by Ekanasio. Peter Toyavas. Here we go. Center pass soon as finds Ekanasio out high as we've come accustomed to. Toyava lobs it to Nweke. Why mess with your wallet when you got the money woman under the goal? Oh, yes, sir. That is a heck of a finish to this quarter. Karaka oh, intercept. Karaka goes and gets another one. Let's just call this She's one. Like, Look, another intercept. If you Bites. can't finish my first one, I'll just have to do it again. And it was a little hip pass from Karaka to Ekanasi, who was out high. New Zealand back into possession, and Grace Wicky with a beautiful pass from Whitney Sunis gets the goal. <laughs> they're, oh. they're playing how they played the first quarter. Grace Wiggy has come out twice in a row right by the transverse. I don't think I've seen her do that either, and I've just seen it twice in a row. I feel like she's messing with them <laughs> and saying, you can't mark me under the goal. I'm a drifter now. Yeah. I'm a drifter. I'm Grace the drifter. Yeah, you thought you knew me? Think what? again. they got faces of doom. They're fighting for every square inch of air around the New Zealand attackers. Beautiful work between Sunis and Nicolasio results in a free shot from Wicky and she's Whitney Sunis is breaking angles out here. Oh. Dodging left, right and centre. You thought Will Jordan had a good step? Have a look at Whitney Sunis go. Toy Arbor off a long pass from Heffern and finds Wicky who scores the goal. They're back New Zealand. The Silver Ferns have refound their mojo and I'm not talking about a $5 coffee. Grace Wicky will not be denied. And that is the final whistle, New Zealand. A tremendous opening stand. A tremendous opening performance by the New Zealand Silver Ferns. They are against the world number ones in the Australian Diamonds. A phenomenal performance right through the court. Whitney Soonis, we salute you. Kelly Jury, unrelenting. Phoenix Karaka, the deflector, intercept the supreme. And skipper, oh skipper. 
Amelia Anikanasi, you're a feeder, you're an inspirer, you're a shooter. What a performance, what a complete performance by the New Zealand Silver Ferns. 56-48 is our final score. Well, we brought you the commentary live uh, from Sparks Stadium last night. And boy, what a game. The Silver Ferns, I think demolished might be a bit too strong a word, uh, the Australian Diamonds. But that first quarter, it still blows my mind. A very keen spectator, I am sure, was a returning Silver Fern in the not-too-distant future. I hope. Karen Berger, I'm imagining you watched it and you were thrilled as well. Yes, definitely supporting the girls. And it was an amazing game to watch. And just um, really cool to see them hit out against Aussie. Um, yeah, just giving it to them, really. <laughs> Did that first first quarter surprise you? Like I, I was commentating with Michaela Sokolich-Beetson and she hardly said a word in the first quarter. She couldn't believe what she was saying. It was a clinic. Yeah, I think it's more because that's the kind of style that Knowles is constantly trying for us to to play and also like execute in the first quarter at least. And to finally see it actually happening um, is pretty amazing to see. I know we're, we all know that our girls are pretty capable of it and it was just a matter of time of when they were going to start doing it. So it's pretty awesome that they were able to do that last night and hopefully they'll just keep doing it. Yeah, I, and I think the thing that amazed me, Karen, was it was the first test. I, I sort of expected a performance like that and maybe the third or fourth or perhaps the second half of the second to come out and blaze from the get-go, um, that's really satisfying for the whole squad. Yeah, I think it also, um, the fact that the girls were in camp for quite a while leading into the Jamaican series, they had the time together for most of them um, to actually solidify some structures and some combos and to work on that kind of stuff. And so leading into the camp for Con, um, Con Cup, I'm sure it was just, um, going over those structures again and the new places that were in the mix, just getting them on board with that kind of stuff as well. And um, yeah, the girls are just are probably itching to put out a really, really good performance, and that they did. Were you like me sitting there knowing what a beast of a netball team Australia is, waiting for them to bite back, waiting for them to hit? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could see that in the second and the third quarter, they really started ramping it up and chipping away at the lead that we had. We had a significant one in the first quarter and um, they sort of just went about their work and that's how they usually do catch up on you is just subtly um, start um, digging into that lead. And I know that's something that the girls will be looking at leading into the next game is once they have that lead, how to hold on to it because never say never in a game of netball these days. I wanted to ask you about Peter Toyava. It was her first start in the black dress and she played the whole game she took mine and the crowd's breath away with her athleticism, her speed, her bullet passes. Boy, um, it's been a long time coming, her first start, but she made every post a winner. Yeah, I mean, Peter's an amazing player. And it's like, it's like you said, she's got the athleticism and um, all those tricky little um, things up her sleeve that she has that makes the game even um, that much harder to defend. And also that connection that she has with Grace always, um, also really... Um, showed last night as well so for her to be able to give it, be given that um, opportunity again and, and use it to the, like obviously she smoked it <laughs> she smashed it out of the park, she really utilised her opportunities and that's exactly what I think coaches would want of players that when they do get that opportunity just play their own game and show their own skill and that's exactly what she did 
I thought it was a really good uh, performance by our defensive end as well. And they haven't played a lot together, the combination of Kelly, Phoenix, and um, the the girl Kate Heffernan, who's playing wing defence, your bib, Karen, it's your bib. Uh, <laughs> those three haven't played a lot together. I was, I was quite impressed by their synchronicity and, and how they worked together. Yeah, I think that's also a thing that they would have been working on. And the def- I mean, in the attacking end as well, but specifically in the defensive end, having those connections and understanding the people around you, it takes a while to form. And then once it does click, it's just, you know, upwards from there. And I hopefully that's what happened last night, that they finally clicked um, and they're understanding each other 100% now. So they can work together as a unit instead of trying to do their own job only. So... It's really exciting to see um, that kind of style um, pulling off and hopefully we'll just see more of that in the next game as well. When I'm watching, I try and find new idiosyncrasies that Dame Knowles or or the senior group or the the squad altogether are trying. Last night I saw Amelia Anikanasio. She was very high when we were coming down on the on the attacking end, like almost at the transverse line, leaving Grace alone in the circle. And it seemed to confuse the Australians. They they didn't quite know how to combat that. I haven't seen Amelia Ann play that high before. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure whether it is a an actual tactic or whether that's just what the game in itself presented an opportunity to do. And that's another thing that we're always working on is not to be too predictable and changing things up and being able to do that. And, um, whether that's an impulse thing that she did on court um, or whether it was a planned um, plan beforehand that really worked. And so it's about how they look forward and keeping doing stuff like that and, and just keeping the opposition on their toes. You know they'll be scouting from that game by the by the Diamonds. What do you think they're going to look – looking at the attacking end, so you've got the defence mindset – um, stopping the ball getting to Grace has looked almost impossible. Mm. What do you think they'll change up to just try and stymie uh, the, the Silver Ferns' scoring ability a bit better than what they did last night? Yeah, I think when you play against a you know, tall shooter at the back, the key thing is to try and find the ball before it even gets um, to the shooter. So I think they'll try and put more emphasis on putting pressure on outside the circle and especially with Peter having that amazing um, vision into to Grace, how they can shut her down as well. And so that'll, that'll be a challenge in itself for Peter and how she's going to stand up and, and prove her worth and when they actually do put a bit of pressure on her. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not... For their, their style in the past have been very much one-on-one and just putting pressure on their own players. So I'd assume that's exactly what they'll do. They'll just ramp it up. <laughs> It might be a bit more physical in there and a bit more of a tussle. So, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to going to watch that game. <laughs> yes, yeah, same. I'm going down to it as well. You know what I'd see as like a moral victory is if we forced Australia to go zone or a box defence at our shooting end. I think that would be a moral victory. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it, like it's quite hard going one-on-one and against the likes of a grace. Um, so it's pretty unfair to ask the keeper to be com- um, competing against that. So you have to ask the whole unit to start chipping in and helping out. And unfortunately, with a one-on-one game, that's a bit hard to do. So um, 
in one sense, it is good to know that we are making them have to adjust their game, but that also develops their game. And then one day they might start doing it quite well and we'll have to adjust again. So that's the great thing about the sport, that we're constantly evolving and, and trying to be better. Talking to Karen Berger uh, on her return back to the Silver Ferns. And, of course, we're without you, without Jane Watson, without Gina Crampton as well. A lot of senior heads and, and uh, an amazing netball ability as well. How's your return to play tracking, Karen? Um, pretty much gotten the clear with the foot, it's all good, but there's a lot of other things that I need to focus on and trying to get fit and making sure they don't have other niggles show up and, and start bothering me. So I'm on a plan. <laughs> I'll um, hopefully be have all green lights good to go by December trials leading into January tour. So Fingers crossed I'll be out on court again um, early next year. <laughs> I've spoken to a number of athletes on the way back from injury with an enforced layoff after an operation or a break or something like that, and they look back at the time they had off, and while they were rehabbing physically, they were actually rehabbing mentally as well. So the mental break and the and the mental side of sport is just gained so much more uh, perspective, so much more momentum and the importance placed on it. Looking back since you've been out in it, injured, have you consciously or subconsciously worked on your mental side of the game? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the mental side of the game in itself, but it is um, just having that bigger vision about life outside of netball and that you're more than just a netball player. Mm. And so it is quite nice being able to shut off from netball um, completely because you have no choice um, and focusing on other things in life and enjoying the, the other things in life as well. Um, but also trucking along and keeping yourself healthy and fit for the day that you do get to pull on that dress again. So it has been great. Obviously, I wouldn't have wanted it to happen in the first place, but looking at the positives and the silver lining of it all, there's always good things that come from it. And I've really enjoyed spending time with family and, you know, just planning life after netball as well. So, it's been very useful, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. All right, Karen, we wish you well on the recovery. Might see you in um, Tauranga for the second test of the Constellation Cup. Well, one nil up, all things are looking rosy. Thanks thanks for chatting with us today. No worries. Thank you. Bye. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.